Shalom Barakh, we are up to Yevam Mustaf. Lamin Chaz. Today we finished the discussion with the last five cases of splitting a Yerusha with a Suffolk child. Different cases of who he goes to court against for the Yerusha. Then we have a new Mishnah that talks about the Nechasim of a Shemeris Yavam, of a woman who is Zokuk. She has a Zika, but she's not married. What's the, what is the halachic status of her possessions? Which brings us to the end of the Daf, trying to figure out the difference why Beishamah changes his shita in the Rashi and the Seifa when she dies. What does that make a difference? We also reserve to the sugi of Suffolk Mitzvah But we begin with the third scenario, probably the most complicated of the seven. This is where the Suffolk and the Yavim children come to Bezdin to divide up the Yavim's Nechasim but this is already after the Yavim already divided up as Nechasim amongst his children. And now the suffix shows up. The B'nai Yavim say, you have to prove that you are our brother in order to reassess the division of property and take a cut as a son. And he says, that me man of shach, I get something. You see, if I am your brother, then I get a chilek of the Nechasim. As a son. But if I am actually a nine-month baby from the first brother, then I split it with your father and I actually get a full half of the Nechassim. So with this Machlekes here, Rabba Marav says that we already divided it, we leave it where it is. But Yirmiya says, no, we can retract and reassess the division of the inheritance. Now the Gemara says, let's try to match this court case up with another case we had in a Mishnah. If someone leaves his property, he goes overseas, and when he comes back, the path that he had going through his neighbor's property to his property was dissolved. He doesn't have that anymore. He doesn't know where it was. So we have a machlokas. Admin tells us he now gets to walk through the shortest path, the shortest route, because he doesn't have a raya, which, which one is his, and he can't take the longest route to cut out more of one of his neighbor's fields. However, the Chachamim disagree, and they say, he has to either buy it or take a helicopter over into his property. The Rabbanans say that, sh- that Admoin's psak of taking the shortest route is correct. Yehudah Marav says that this case is actually talking about where there are four people on either direction. Well, according to Yehudah Marav, if there are four different properties on either side of this man's property, why does he just pick out the shortest route? Maybe his path was in one of the other three owners' properties. Rava answers that it was four separate owners on each direction, but one person bought them all out. Otherwise, everyone would agree that he would have to buy a route from one of his neighbors. But here, since it's only one property, Admin says, this one guy who owns all of them, he could he can tell the, the Balabais who just returned home, look, the, the Balabais can tell him, I know for sure that my path went through one of these four properties which you own, so I'll take the shortest one. However, the abundance say that the this guy who bought out all the properties, the monopolist around him, he can tell this Balabais who came back, look, either you can make a deal with me, I'll try to give you a good deal to buy a path, or I will return the stories of all the properties that I had bought, and then you're going to have to pay top dollar for a path from one of them. So he now has the upper hand. 
Now we're trying to match this case up with our case of the Suffolk and the Bnei Yavam after they already divided it up. Chayrar of Abba is going like the Rabbanan and of Yirmi is going like Admoin. However, Rab Abba says, I could even hold like Admoin because Admoin only said that he gets the shortest path. Because the Balabais can tell this monopolist, I know for a sure Bivadai that my path is in your property. But by the case of the Suffolk and the Yavam's children, there is no Vadaus like that. The Suffolk is coming with two opposite Tainas. Either I own half or I own a Chalak as one of the brothers. And Rabbi Yirmiya will say that he could even be going like the Rabbanan because the Rabbanan only said that he has to buy a path because the monopolist has the upper hand. He can say, look, I'll just return all the stars and then you'll have to buy from them. But over here, the brothers don't have that taina. So we, we cannot compare the two cases. Now we have a fourth case of dividing Yerusha. This is when the Suffolk and the Yavam, who is potentially his father, come to divide the Nechassim of the grandfather. The Suffolk says that I was born from the first brother and therefore I get half the Nechassim. And the Yavim says, no, 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 you're my son and you will be Yerushet after I die. Over here we have a case where the Yavam is a Vadai. The Suffolk is Mesopic, whether he is a son or a grandson. And the Suffolk cannot be Moitimi de Vadai. So the Yavam will get the property. In the fifth case, we have a Suffolk and the Bnei Yavam who come to divide the grandfather's property. The Suffolk says, I was born from the first brother. The Saba is my father. Therefore, I get half of the Nechassim. The Bnei Yavim say, Nope, you're one of our brothers. You get a Chelek just like we do. From the Yavim's Chelek of the Saba. Over here, the Gemara Paskins, the half that the Suffolk agrees that the brothers should get, they take. And the third that the brothers agree that the Suffolk can take, at, at least as one of the brothers, he takes. And then you're left with a sixth of the Yerusha. That's Mamanamot of a Suffolk, which they will divide. The sixth case is where the Saba and the Yavam are dividing the Nechassim of the Suffolk. And in the seventh case is where the Saba and the Suffolk are dividing the Nechassim of the Yavam. Over here, both in the sixth and seventh case, it's a case of Mamanamot of a Suffolk, in which case they will divide it. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us that the Shemeris Yavam, a woman who is waiting to do Yibim, so she has a Zika. And now, her father dies, and she inherits her, his Nechassim. Beishama and Beishelo agree that if she sells them, that's a valid sale. They're her property. However, if she dies, what do we do with her Ksuba? And with her property? Beishama says... You divide it between the Yerushe Abal and the Yerushe Av. Base Hillel Paskins, that you leave the Nechassim with their Chazaka, which means that the Ksuba was with Becheskas, the Yerushe Abal. The Nechassim, on the other hand, are the Chazaka, the Chazaka of her family, the Yerushe Av. If she actually does Yibam, she gets married, she has the din of his wife in all regards except for one difference that her ksuba is paid off with her first husband, the first brother's nechassim. So now the Gemara has a question which leads us through the rest of the daf. You see, in the Reisha, when she was alive, Beishamai agreed with Beishelel that her nechassim are hers to sell. But in the Seifa, if she dies, Beishamai says we're going to divide it between her zika, the Baal, and her family, the Yerushayav. 
The man asks, what's the difference? Who cares if she dies? Why would her nechassim change status? So the Gemara brings four different reasons. We're going to go through two of them today. Number one, Ula says, in the Reisha, when the Shemir Yavim was alive, she was only a, an Arusa. She was only engaged. She wasn't married. And the Seifa was talking about a case where she was already in the Suin. She was already married. And Ula holds that the Zika of an Arusa makes her a Suffolk. Arusa. And the Zika of a Nisua, of a woman who is married, makes her a Suffolk Nisua. She's Suffolk engaged and Suffolk married to the brothers. And the Gemara proves it. Zika's Arusa becomes a Suffolk Arusa because if you're going to hold that, she becomes a Vadai Arusa, 100% engaged. Basil is not going to agree that she could sell her property, her Nechassim are hers, because we learned in a Mishnah, if when she's engaged, she gets Nechassim from her father, Bishamai says she can sell it, but Basil says she can't. They only agree, Bidiyeve, that if she had sold them, then it stays sold. But you see that Zika's Arusa makes her only a Suffolk, Arusa. And we also know that a Zika's Nesua, if she is Zokuk, when she's married, it makes her a Suffolk Nesua. Because if you're going to say that Zika's Nesua makes her Vadai Nesua, Beishamai says that we divide her Nechassim between the Yoshe Baal and the Yoshe Av. Problems we learned, we learned in a Mishnah that if she gets property from her father, that if she had already been married when she gets these nechassim, everyone agrees that if she sells it, it goes to her husband. Elamai, it must be that Zika's Nisuin makes her a Suffolk Nisua. However, Rab asks Akasha on Ula's explanation for the change in, in Beisham Vashita when she dies. Why did we need to make it that she died? If the difference was Arisen and Nisuin, why can't we just say that she was alive in the Seifa? And it's only talking about a case of her pay race, but not the Nechassim themselves. This way she could remain alive. Rabbi, Rabbi says a different shot. Both cases are talking about was when she was married to the first brother. And that's when she got her Nechassim. And yes, being having a Zika to marriage makes her Suffolk married. In the ratio, when she was still alive... She Vandai owned her property, at least the Karen of it. So you could say that she has the Chazaka, and the brothers are just Pesafik. And the Pesafik can be made to me the Vandai. But in the Seifa, everyone's just arguing over the Yerusha of this woman. There's no Vandai, so they're on the same playing field, so that's why they'll divide it. The Shita's Beishamai. Baabai asks Akasha, though, um, according to Beishamai, does he really hold Ein Sofik Moitzimi de Vadai? That's Rabbah's whole premise. The problem is, it seems like Beishamai holds that a Suffolk can be Moitimidevada. We have a Mishnah. That if a house falls down, collapses, on a father and a son, or on the son and his inheritors, this guy has a Ksuba to pay and Balechoiv, and he has debts. So the Yorishim of the father say that the son died first, and then the father. The Balechoiv say, no, the father died first. And then the son. In that case, Beshamai Paskin that they divide it. Beis Hillel says, no, you leave the Nechassim with their Chazaka. I, in this case, the Yerushaav are Vadoim. And the Balichoiv are only a Suffolk. 
And there's Shammai saying, you divide it. You see that the Suffolk can't be moitzi midei vaadai. The Gemara answers that Shammai holds that if there is a star that's just waiting to be collected, it's as if it was collected. This is n- this case has nothing to do with the Suffolk being moitzi midei vaadai. The reason why they're, they're able to have the rights to at least divide it was because they own this star, which is as if it was already collected. How do they, where do they get that from today? Star that's oymid voice is as if it was already gavoy, it's already collected. This, there's a Mishnah. When discussing a saita, if the husbands of the saita dies before, they, before, before she drinks it, Beshamai says she can collect her ksuba from her husband, who is accusing her of being a saita, and she doesn't have to drink. But Beshil says you can, she can either drink or she can take her ksuba. Wait, 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 wait. She has the option of not drinking. She has the option of drinking. Well, how could she drink it? The Pasuk says that her husband brings the wife, which is mashma, that he actually has to be alive in order to be to of her to drink. Elamai Basil is telling us that since she can't drink, since the husband just died, she does not get a ksuba. You see over here is a case. You have a Suffolk, whether she was Mizan or not. And the Suffolk is Moitzimi Devadai. According to Beshamai, she can collect her ksuba. Why? that since she has a star, which will allow her to collect, it's as if she had already collected it. Next, Abaye says, you know what, you talk have a great riot from Saita, why don't we learn it from Saita? The Gemara says, maybe you can't learn Ksubas Isha from Saita since we want to encourage a woman to get married by the Ksubas Isha. So why not learn it from the case of the Ksuban Mishnah, where Beshama said to divide it? The Gemara says, that's not where the Machlaikas is. Bishamah agrees there that it stays in the cheska, the, the chazaka of the Yorshim, of the Yorshim Abal, of her husband. Really? The Gemara asks. But we learned that if she dies, Bishamah says they divide the ksuba and her nechasim between the Yorshim Abal and the Yorshim Av. Ms. Hillel says that it stays with the chazaka. Don't tell me that Bishamah holds that it's, it stays with the chazaka. Otherwise, the Gemara answers. What our mission was saying was, what do we do with her ksuba? After she dies, and with her nechasim, Beishamai says to divide it between the Yerusha and the Yerusha Av. Hillel says that the nechasim stay with their chazaka. Ravashi said, right, meaning they're not arguing about her ksuba; they're only arguing about the nechasim. Ravashi says that this is actually meduyik in the lashon because it says first that the Yerushim divide it, and then. The, the Yoshea of the Baal divided, and then it says Yoshea Av. It doesn't say that the Yoshea Av divided with the Yoshea Baal. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.